Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1 verses 8 to 9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verses 5 to 10 and 14 to 17. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. See how they say to me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come. But I have not run away from being a shepherd in your service, nor have I desired the fatal day. You know what came from my lips. It was before your face. Do not become a terror to me. You are my refuge on the day of disaster. Here ends the reading. As we have been throughout much of this Lenten season, today we hear from the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah's oracles overwhelmingly reflect the inevitability of the coming destruction of Judah at the hands of Babylon. And yet, interspersed in these prophecies is the promise that God will restore the fortunes of Israel and Judah after the exile. Our section today is a respite from these two messages, in a way. It is a wisdom poem that hearkens to Deuteronomic theology, which states, As Roy Heller, professor of Old Testament at Perkins School of Theology, likes to say, If you do good, you get good. And if you do bad, you get bad. In this passage, Jeremiah tells us that those who rely on their own strength and smarts and ways will be like parched shrubs in the desert, cut off from God's restoring love and care. Those who trust in God will be blessed. They are like trees planted in good soil near refreshing water. They will not be anxious in times of drought and will continue to bear fruit. He finishes with, I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Today is Wednesday of Holy Week. Two big occurrences in Scripture are historically remembered on this day. The anointing of Jesus by Mary of Bethany and the decision by Judas to betray Jesus to the religious authorities. 
As Jesus sits at dinner with his friends, Mary brings out an expensive jar of nard, cracks it open, and begins to anoint Jesus' feet. It is an intimate, extravagant act that has been widely interpreted over the years. But what is clear is that Mary has great love for Jesus. If we accept that Mary knows Jesus is about to die, her act is a preparation of Jesus for death. In this, Mary shows her solidarity with Jesus in the passion He is about to enter. Mary is, in fact, faithful. In contrast, we have the story of Judas approaching the religious authorities with a promise to hand Jesus over. We really don't know exactly what motivates Judas to take this tragic step, but it reveals that Judas has lost faith in Jesus, that Jesus isn't Messiah-ing the way Judas would like, that things aren't unfolding in the way or on the timetable that Judas wants. As we've been studying the Creed on Sunday mornings this semester, we've noted that only two people, other than Jesus, are mentioned. Mary, mother of Jesus, and Pontius Pilate. Mary represents those who receive God in Jesus Christ and believe. Pontius Pilate represents those who reject God in Christ. These poles of human response to God are reflected in Mary of Bethany and Judas. As we walk through these final days of Holy Week, let us honestly reflect on how open we are to receiving and perceiving God's presence and action. Are we like trees planted near running water, resolute in harsh conditions because we know in whom we are rooted? Or are we shrubs in the desert, living in parched and uninhabitable places that promise our demise? In Jesus, In His sacrificial and redemptive work, we are invited to return to God, to know ourselves loved and cared for and forgiven once for all. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature, and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering, and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 